Hey, Calvary family, this is Pastor Michael Grove here on the Bible Reading App. Today is September the 25th, and we are doing another book of the Bible today as we read through the short book of Habakkuk. So follow along if you can. Otherwise, let me read this over you, and in the end, I'll give you a quick thought before we end our time together. Here we go. Habakkuk chapter 1. The prophecy that Habakkuk the prophet received. How long, Lord, must I call for help, but you do not listen, or cry out to you, violence, but you do not save? Why do you make me look at injustice? Why do you tolerate wrongdoing? Destruction and violence are before me. There is strife and conflict abounds. Therefore, the law is paralyzed. Injustice never prevails. The wicked hem in the righteous so that justice is perverted. Look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed. For I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe even if you were told. I am raising up the Babylonians, that ruthless and impetuous people, who sweep across the whole earth to seize dwellings not their own. They are a feared and dreaded people. They are a law to themselves and promote their own honor. Their horses are swifter than leopards, fiercer than wolves at dusk. Their cavalry gallops headlong. Their horsemen come from afar. They fly like an eagle swooping to devour. They all come intent on violence. Their hordes advance like a desert wind and gather prisoners like sand. They mock kings and scoff at rulers. They laugh at all fortified cities. By building earthen ramps, they capture them. Then they sweep past like the wind and go on, guilty people whose own strength is their God. Lord, are you not from everlasting? My God, my Holy One, you will never die. You, Lord, have appointed them to execute judgment. You, my rock, have ordained them to punish. Your eyes are too pure to look on evil. You cannot tolerate wrongdoing. Why then do you tolerate the treacherous? Why are you silent while the wicked swallow up those more righteous than themselves? You have made people like the fish in the sea, like the sea creatures that have no ruler. The wicked foe pulls all of them up with hooks. He catches them in his net. He gathers them up in his dragnet. And so he rejoices and is glad. Therefore, he sacrifices to his net and burns incense to his dragnet. For by his net he lives in luxury and enjoys the choicest food. Is he to keep on emptying his net, destroying nations without mercy? Habakkuk chapter 2 I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me, and what answer I am to give to his complaint. Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets, so that a herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. See, the enemy is puffed up. His desires are not upright, but the righteous person will live by his faithfulness. 
Indeed, wine betrays him. He is arrogant and never at rest, because he is as greedy as the grave and like death is never satisfied. He gathers to himself all the nations and takes captive all the peoples. Will not all of them taunt him with ridicule and scorn, saying, Woe to him who piles up stolen goods and makes himself wealthy by extortion. How long must this go on? Will not your creditors suddenly arise? Will they not wake up and make you tremble? Then you will become their prey. Because you have plundered many nations, the people who are left will plunder you. For you have shed human blood. You have destroyed lands and cities and everyone in them. Woe to him who builds his house by unjust gain, setting his nest on high to escape the clutches of ruin. You have plotted the ruin of many peoples, shaming your own house and forfeiting your life. The stones of the wall will cry out, and the beams of the woodwork will echo it. Woe to him who builds a city with bloodshed and establishes a town by injustice. Has not the Lord Almighty determined that the people's labor is only fuel for the fire, that the nations exhaust themselves for nothing? For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Woe to him who gives drink to his neighbors, pouring it from the wineskin till they are drunk, so that he can gaze on their naked bodies. You will be filled with shame instead of glory. Now it is your turn. Drink and let your nakedness be exposed. The cup from the Lord's right hand is coming around to you, and disgrace will cover your glory. The violence you have done to Lebanon will overwhelm you, and your destruction of animals will terrify you. For you have shed human blood, you have destroyed lands and cities and everyone in them. Of what value is an idol carved by a craftsman, or an image that teaches lies? For the one who makes it trusts in his own creation. He makes idols that cannot speak. Woe to him who says to wood, Come to life, or to lifeless stone, wake up. Can it give guidance? It is covered with gold and silver. There is no breath in it. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth be silent before him. Habakkuk chapter 3 A prayer of Habakkuk the prophet on Shigoinoth. Lord, I have heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds, Lord. Repeat them in our day. In our time, make them known. In wrath, remember mercy. God came from Teman, the Holy One from Mount Paran. His glory covered the heavens, and His praise filled the earth. His splendor was like the sunrise. Rays flashed from His hand where His power was hidden. Plague went before Him. Pestilence followed His steps. He stood and shook the earth. He looked and made the nations tremble. The ancient mountains crumbled, and the age-old hills collapsed. But he marches on forever. I saw the tents of Kushan in distress, the dwellings of Midian in anguish. Were you angry with the rivers, Lord? Was your wrath against the streams? Did you rage against the sea when you rode your horses and your chariots to victory? You uncovered your bow, You called for many arrows. You split the earth with rivers. The mountains saw you and writhed. 
torrents of water swept by. The deep roared and lifted its waves on high. Sun and moon stood still in the heavens at the glint of your flying arrows, at the lightning of your flashing spear. In wrath you strode through the earth, and in anger you threshed the nations. You came out to deliver your people, to save your anointed one. You crushed the leader of the land of wickedness. You stripped him from head to foot. With his own spear you pierced his head when his warriors stormed out to scatter us, gloating as though about to devour the wretched who were in hiding. You trampled the sea with your horses, churning the great waters. I heard, and my heart pounded. My lips quivered at the sound. Decay crept into my bones, and my legs trembled. Yet I will wait patiently for the day of calamity to come on the nation invading us. Though the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails, and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen, and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. The Sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. This concludes the reading of Habakkuk and concludes our reading for today. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. So Habakkuk is kind of a unique prophecy because in his writing, Habakkuk does not directly address the Israelites. Instead, it's kind of a lament. He's talking to the Lord and bringing his concern because what he sees is that the Israelites are not being punished for their actions. The leaders oppress the people, and those that are suffering are forced to suffer more. And so God responds to Habakkuk by telling him what he will do. And what is it that God will do? He is going to cause the Israelites to go into captivity by the Babylonians, which also is alarming to Habakkuk. Why? Because the Babylonians are mean, vindictive, evil people. They too oppress the people around them and do not serve the one true God. And so Habakkuk's complaint is legit. And he's basically saying, how long is this going to happen, God? How long will evil continue to reign and the wicked prosper? Did you know that's a theme throughout the scriptures? And if we're honest... It's a theme throughout today, isn't it? Why do we see people who are bent on injustice or who are so selfish in their agendas that they only care about what benefits them? Why do we see those people seem to prosper? The confusing thing for Habakkuk is that when he sees that happening inside of the Israelites, God raises up another evil kingdom to overcome them. It's like God is saying, Look, I see the evil, and the only way to set it right is to show them even more evil. But the funny thing is, it causes the people every time to turn their hearts back towards God. In fact, Jeremiah even said this would happen. Jeremiah reminded the people that God knew the plans he had for them to prosper them and not to harm them for a bright hope in the future. Yet he was telling them this as they were going into captivity because of their sin. And then if you remember what he said next, he says, And the Lord says that when you seek him out with all of your heart, then you will find him. 
So the Lord is using captivity to help them get their hearts straight and to turn them back towards God. Because it's when they're in their weakest, lowest spot that God is able to get their full attention so that they turn their hearts back to him and truly find him. Now, hear me on this. I'm not saying that every time something bad is happening or something oppressive is taking place, it's because of the people's sin. Sometimes that happens because there's really evil people in this world. But I do want to say this. Every single time something bad happens or something evil is taking place, let it drive us to seek out the Lord even more. Let it turn our hearts to him to say, God, I just want to see what it is that you are doing. Because don't be mistaken, what God tells Habakkuk is that he will not let evil triumph. The oppressors will always be brought down in those who are oppressed will always find freedom. So let this remind you that when things seem rough or when they don't make sense, when we see the wicked prosper, and when you keep doing the right thing and feel like you never get ahead, remember, God is a just God, and he will make right. So praise him while you can. And in your praise, Let it draw you closer to your loving Heavenly Father who watches all things unfold and makes them right. And as you do that, He will show you His goodness. He will help you see what it looks like when He sets you free. And remember how Habakkuk ended. He said, The Sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. So let God make your feet as swift and nimble as a deer, and let him raise you up to brand new heights as you trust in him today. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you, and God bless.